This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks in for Dan Grassa tonight. Uh, thrilled to be in for him and with you for the next three hours. And we've got a lot to talk about. And this is why football is king, is it not? In the way that the uh, the NFL schedule and how it all pans out, you think, well, after the Super Bowl, that's it. Well, no. Immediately, uh, you head to the Combine. And as we know, the Combine happened last week. A lot of talk in regard to a lot of the quarterbacks, especially Anthony Richardson uh, coming out of University of Florida. Uh, and then while a lot of owners and general managers and agents and players are in Indianapolis, a lot of the hoopla is more so about free agency than it is about the draft because the next two months uh, we will be talking about this draft uh, at nauseum, I'm sure. Well, at least I will because I'm a draft freak. I'm a draft nut. I gamble on the draft. I gamble on everything, but uh, you know me. So really it's all about free agency and, uh, and, and it definitely has hit home here in New York. Uh, with, of course, Daniel Jones and uh, and Saquon Barkley. So uh, I want to spend uh, the first hour uh, really focusing on open up the phone lines, 800-919-3776. Jordan Renan, who covers the Giants, will be joining us in about 26 minutes to be exact. It's 7.30. So we'll get the latest from I'm Jordan in regard to exactly how this all unfolded, unfolded, unfolded as it went into uh, the 11th hour uh, before, of course, uh, the announcement was made and what the Giants pot- potentially could do with Saquon Barkley as we just heard the update coming into uh, the start of the show that uh, the Giants and Joe Shane feel com- comfortable and confident uh, that they will have a deal in place with Saquon Barkley uh, before, of course, free agency starts. And we'll dive into all that could transpire if they don't. So Jordan Renan will be joining us in the first hour. So excited to get him on. Uh, We'll be talking NBA with you. I've got some NBA picks in plays. There's a number of games on the slate tonight that are pretty good. Dallas and the Pelicans, uh, the Cavs going up against Miami. Later on tonight, you've got Chicago going up against Denver. The Raptors going up against uh, the Clippers. Also, I'll have some college plays for you as well, getting you locked and loaded throughout the show. Uh, You've got Colgate in action around 7.30. Uh, Georgetown and Villanova. This could be Patrick Ewing's last game. How about that? Um, So getting you ready for March Madness is we are in the thick of conference championships. So I'll have some plays for you that hopefully you can cash at the end of the night or you'll wake up tomorrow morning. You'll go on your uh, BetMGM account or whatever account you might uh, fancy and you will have some extra cash uh, to spend this week. I don't know. Maybe uh, go treat yourself. A little Starbucks coffee something like that who knows uh we'll talk some knicks they're not in action tonight hence why there's a show uh but um but we will definitely dive into the knicks as they are heading over to the left coast just to start that west coast swing and the first game will be against the sacramento kings uh who i like by the way to win the pacific over the uh the suns for a number of reasons i've really enjoyed watching this king's team play uh but we'll do a deep dive into that 
Also, we've got the Players' Championship. A lot of folks like to call it the fifth major. Um, I don't know if I would go that far. I lived in Jacksonville for a few years. I used to play Sawgrass quite frequently. Uh, I used to work for the PJ Tour. So uh, I used to play the Sawgrass fees, which was really nice. So I'm very, very familiar with this track. And so uh, I'll be getting you ready for the Players' Championship. Uh, what else do we have going on? Um, there's just There's just a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot going on, and uh, and we're going to dive into all of it with you. Again, 800-919-3776. We've got Harvey and Joe. They are producing the show tonight. Gentlemen, gentlemen, good well, good evening. Welcome in. Uh, good to be with you for the next three hours. How are you guys doing? Good, good, good. Good to be with you. How are you? I'm, I'm great. I'm great. A lot going on, obviously. Um, I love March Madness, so it's my second favorite sporting event on the sports calendar. So uh, I've been in, in full disclosure, I, I pay no attention to any type of basketball during the football season. I just, in all honesty, full transparency, I just have no time. Um, so yeah, so um, so I, it's a crash course for me. So I'm juggling a lot right now. I'm trying to get ready for March Madness. Like I said, it's my second favorite uh, time of the year. Um, I just love it. Um, I'm also getting ready for the NFL draft. So there's just, it's just the sports calendar is just so fantastic. The way that it, it, it all unfolds, it, it really is. And so there's just, there's just, in my opinion, there's just never a dull time anymore. There just is not. So, and, and, and that's great. All right. So like I said, I want to start talking about the giants and, and what this means, uh, in regard to the deal that they have struck and have agreed to with Daniel Jones. Right. So. I think the organization has to be thrilled. I think Daniel Jones has to be thrilled. I, I, I've been saying this for weeks now. I have felt that I have felt that Daniel Jones uh, needed the Giants just as much as the Giants needed Daniel Jones. What do I mean by that? Um, you know, we, we saw Daniel Jones and, and, and fielding calls, of course. We saw, we saw Daniel Jones have the best season of his career for a number of reasons, right? Number one, uh, he was able to stay healthy, which I think is a big reason why the Giants did not pick up the fifth-year option. I don't think it was about his uh, his play or the um, lack thereof. I think the Giants, especially where they drafted him, which was a huge, huge shock for a lot of us, including me, right, um, at, at number nine where he went was was really, and if I remember correctly, it was nine, right? Um, was a huge shock for me, but, um, you know, big reason a is he was able to stay healthy B how he was able to thrive in Dable system. So it's kind of like, and, and we're going to get into some Lamar Jackson discussion as well. And because I, I think that could have a play in regard to what the jets do. Uh, we will talk about the jets, obviously their visit, to the West Coast to uh, to sit down and, and have a cup of coffee or a glass of wine. Who knows? With Aaron Rodgers, um, for me it would be the latter. But nonetheless, um, you know, I, I always believed that this would work out. I never I never thought for a second that Daniel Jones would not be a part of the Giants, right? Uh, because I think Daniel Jones, and regardless if he's with Athletes First or CAA. You know, I think it's evident that, you know, you don't want a player to sign a contract, go to another team, not be a good fit, 
in that offense, which we now have seen Daniel Jones be an excellent fit in Brian Dable's offense and then fail, right? Because I'm sure this isn't the last contract uh, or extension that Daniel Jones wants to sign, right? And I think there's a lot to grow from here in regard to, in, in regard to Daniel Jones. So, uh, you know, what do we know? Um, really, at, at the end of the day, it's um, in, in the way that this contract plays out, it, it reminds me a lot of Josh Allen and the contract that the Buffalo Bills, and as we know, Joe Shane is from Buffalo, right? He came over, him and Brian Dable came over. So the way that if you, if you really look at this contract um, in, in its entirety, it really resembles Josh Allen's contract with the Buffalo Bills in regard to like a lot of escalators, a lot of incentives. And at the end of the day, the true value, by the way, of this contract is really three years at $37.5 million. What do I mean by that? The fourth year is somewhat of a dummy year. I don't anticipate this contract to go the distance and go into the fourth year at that point in time if Daniel Jones is all that plus a bag of, as I like to call them, Lay's potato chips because that's my favorite potato chip is Lay's. Yes. Um, then uh, then I, I believe a, a, a new contract will be uh, agreed to before that that fourth year. So, you know, a lot of times uh, those that are, are in, in this realm call it the dummy year. So really, at the end of the day, it's a three-year, $37.5 million contract, which puts Daniel somewhere in the realm of, like, 10th highest quarterback paid in the NFL. And you know what? At the end of the day, that's fair. Okay. At the end of the day, I think that is, I think that is extremely fair. And I, I know there was, oh, Daniel wanting 45, $48 million. And especially keep in mind, guys, he's playing New York. So, you know, uncle Sam is going to get a lot of that dough compared to if he went somewhere else. So, uh, somebody who's very near and dear to me, who knows a lot about contracts and whatnot, text this to me earlier today. After two years, the Giants can get out of this contract with Daniel Jones with $18 million dead, taking an $18 million dead hit, but they'll also save $21.5. After three years, the Giants can get out with only a $9 million dead money hit and save $47.5 million. So again, realistically, the deal is three years for about $112.5 million, which comes out to be about 37.5 a year. And again, it, it, it equates with what Derek Carr actually got with the Saints, and it comes in around being paid the 10th highest quarterback in the NFL. So at the, at the end of the day, I, I think this is a great deal. I think this is a great deal for Daniel because I think that's fair. I think it's fair. If you look around the landscape of the NFL, I think it's very fair. And also, even though it happened, unfortunately, since it happened in the 11th hour, um, the Giants had to tag Saquon Barkley and get that tag notice into the NFL as quickly as possible. And they're still negotiating it, as we heard from the update coming in. So as of right now, Saquon Barkley getting that $10 plus million tag that's what the tag is for running backs in the NFL. But the Giants are continually to talk uh, to Saquon Barkley to work out a deal. 
Now, highest paid running back in the NFL, Christian McCaffrey getting $16 million. Uh, does Saquon want that type of cash? I'm sure he does. What do the Giants agree to? Can they agree to $12, $13 million a year on a three to four year deal? I think that would be fair. Where does that put Saquon Barkley? Somewhere in the we- in, in the realm of, of a Dalvin Cook. Okay? So when you look around the landscape of the NFL in regard to running backs, right? Because this is what this is what we do, right? Uh, you know, you, you look at a player and you look at what what how good they are, how bad they are, um, and what how they contribute and and, and whatnot. You know, I, I I look at I look at Saquon Barkley like a Dalvin Cook player. You know, to me, Dalvin Cook is the straw that stirs the drink in Minnesota. You know, you could say, well, there's Justin Jefferson. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, they are a team that is really committed to running the football. And each and every year, Dalvin Cook is in the mix for most rushing yards of any running back in the NFL. And he's utilizing the passing game. Very similar to, to how the Giants utilize Saquon Barkley. So I think that I so I'm I'm looking at anywhere between I'm sure Saquon would like more in the realm of 13 million. Um, I'm sure the Giants would like more in the realm of of 12 million, anywhere between three to four. Okay. Also, the cap hit that the Giants are going to take this season on Daniel Jones is is 19 million. So this also opens up for the Giants in order to to be able to afford um, an agreement, a new deal with Saquon Barkley, and also go out there and you know, play the market, the free agent market, maybe work out a new deal with, with Leo Williams. Got to get that cap, that, that cap hit down. That's for sure. Um, you know, possibly be in the market for DeAndre Hopkins. So there's a lot the Giants can do now. So this is really, really, this is a really, really good uh, deal that I believe the Giants and, uh, and Joe Shane has worked out with Jan- Daniel Jones. Matt in Roxbury, I see you. Hang tight. We're going to get to your calls when we get back. Phone lines are open, 800-919-3776. Giants fans, A, thoughts on Daniel Jones and his contract, number one. Uh, number two, now that Daniel is signed, more than likely Saquon Barkley is tagged. I do believe that they get a deal done before free agency opens up. Uh, on uh, on Wednesday and uh, with both of them on board and now the Giants having some wiggle room to do some things, what are your expectations for the Giants heading into next season? Just out of curiosity, right? Listen, I might throw some coin on them to win the NFC East. I just might. 800-919-3776. What say you? Anita Marks in for Dan Gross tonight here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You know, it's my first time going through it. There's certainly a lot of an emotional component to it, you know, as well. And and uh, we went up to the deadline, as, as you know, but it was good. You know, I think there was probably some points where you had more confidence and, and some points in time when you had less confidence. But, you know, it was always, you know, I wanted to I wanted to find a way to work it out. And that was the that was the goal. It was very much my mindset. You know, I'm glad I'm glad we did. I'm, you know, thrilled to thrilled to be back. I'm sure he is. Daniel Jones talking to the media. 800-919-3776. Giant fans, what say you? What are your expectations? How happy are you that finally this deal's done? You don't have to worry about it. Or maybe, you know, you're still one of those that were like, get him out of here, right? Don't let the door hit you. If you are, I don't know. I don't quite understand it. Uh, just to kind of give you an idea of some of the statistics out there offensively, uh, where this team ended up, points per game, 15th in the NFL. Uh, EPA expected uh, points uh, per play, Ninth in the NFL, um, passing yards per game, 26 in the NFL. But what was he working with? All due respect, uh, Motley Crew with Slayton and James Hodgins, uh, Barkley, of course, being a part of the passing game. Get this dude uh, a number one, that's for sure. Um, rushing per play, eighth in the NFL, and rushing yards per game, fourth in the NFL. Just give you what those offensive stats were. Let's go to Matt in Roxbury. Matt, welcome in. Hey, Anita, how you doing? Great. Thank you. Um, I just wanted to uh, talk about the structure of Daniel Jones' contract, which you already elaborated on, and thank you for doing so, because a lot of people are not understanding this contract. And you just mentioned uh, Daniel Jones' receiving core, when a huge argument is that he doesn't elevate talent. And clearly that's false after going to Minnesota and just wiping the floor with them, kind of. Um, but the other huge aspect of this contract is who is in line to get contracts next at the quarterback position. I mean, Joe Burrow, whatever Lamar is going to get, Jalen Hurts. This contract is going to look incredible in about two or three years, and I don't think anyone understands that. Uh, thanks so much for taking my call. Have a good one. Matt, you're absolutely right, and I appreciate the phone call. Um and, and, and we're going to get into this a little bit later on the show. Like I said, Rob Domofsky, who covers the Green Bay Packers, is going to be joining us at 9.30 tonight um, to get you know whatever information he has in regard to the trip that the Jets did take out west uh, to visit with, um, with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but also there is Lamar Jackson out there looming. And this has become somewhat of a poop show for a big reason. That's because the Cleveland Browns giving Deshaun Watson $230 million guaranteed. Uh, you know what that means uh, for the next, hold on. I just want to confirm uh, until 2026. So what is that? What are we here? We're, we're, what are we? 23, right? We're in 23. I, I forget. So for, so for the next three years, for the next three, marinating this gentleman for the next three years, Deshaun Watson's cap hit for the Cleveland Browns is going to be close to $55 million. We suck. Marinating that for a minute. Where this year, like I said, Daniel Jones, that contract, $19 million cap hit. You imagine $55 million cap hit for the next three years is Deshaun Watson. 
with the Cleveland Browns. It's just it's ridiculous. And, and so what's happened is, is it's created this this domino effect where this is really this is this is a big issue in regard to what's going on with Lamar Jackson. And and again, uh, we we will dive into that uh, in this show. I promise. Uh, because I know that was really what was trending yesterday when the non-exclusive tag came down and there were a number number of teams out there that came out and said, no thanks, we're not interested, like Atlanta, like Miami, like allegedly the Raiders, but then they they took that back. Diana Rossini had reported that maybe they would consider it, um, like the Panthers. So... there's, There's a lot to unpack there. Okay, there's a lot to unpack there really quick because uh, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. Jordan Renan is going to join us Uh, again. He covers the Giants. We'll get the latest from him. But really quick, because we've got some some uh, NBA and some college basketball games that are 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 tipping off. And I want to give you some plays here before we take a break. Uh, You've got Dallas going up against the Pelicans tonight. So um, I, I do like Luca. Uh, getting a double-double. He's gotten a double-double two of his last three games. I also like Brandon Ingram going over 25 and a half points in this matchup. So those are my two prop bets there. Also, I have a slight lean towards the Pelicans getting the points tonight. Uh, Dallas just not as great on the road. Um, and two and eight when they are on, on the back of uh, the second game of a back-to-back, which they are tonight. Cleveland going up against Miami. I like the over here, over 217. I also like Mobley getting over 15 and a half points. I also like Garland getting over 26 and a half points and assists combined. He's hit that over seven straight games. Again, I love Mobley. He's really coming on strong as of late. He's averaging 19 points a game this month. He's been excellent against the Heat in his formal matchups this season. And and even though the Miami Heat, their defense is quite good, they do struggle against forwards. So two 7.30 NBA games about to tip off. Those are my plays there. In regard to college basketball, uh, Colgate going up against Lafayette. I like the over 133 and a half. I'm sorry, I take that back. I like the under. 133 and a half points. I'm on the under here. Lafayette, they play a very slow pace. They only average 61 points per game in the league. And they have the second best defense against three-point shooting, which Colgate does well. So again, Colgate and Lafayette tipping off in about five minutes, under 133 and a half. And last but not least, Georgetown and Villanova, they tip off at eight o'clock. This very well could be Patrick Ewing's last game. I think the Hoyas, I think they've pretty much given up on the season. We saw them against Creighton. Uh, They just were waving the white flags. I know Villanova has not had Jay Wright. They have struggled as of late, but their last eight games, they've gone six and two. So I will lay the 11 points with Villanova. Okay? So I just want to give you some some games throughout the show as we get closer to tip off uh, with some other college and NBA games. I will give you those plays as well. Quick break. We come back. Uh, we will have Jordan Renan join us, do a deeper dive and some more information. Now that now that Daniel Jones is locked and loaded, what does this mean for Saquon Barkley? What does he anticipate the Giants to do in free agency? How active and attractive does he expect them to be? Also, what can we expect them to do in the draft? So all that next with Jordan Renan right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. 
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. In for Dan Grossa tonight. Without further ado, Jordan Renan joins us. He does a phenomenal job covering the Giants. So, Jordan, welcome in. Thank you so much for spending some time with us on this Wednesday evening. Uh, first things first, your thoughts on the Daniel Jones deal. Yeah, I mean, when I originally heard it, I was like, wow, yeah, you know, I, I kind of expected him to get 40, but you hear $82 million guaranteed over the first few years. I mean, that's a pretty good haul for Daniel Jones. And you're like, wow, can't believe he really got that. And the more you look at it, you see uh, the fact that the Giants, you know, there, there was consensus. It was like it was sort of like a win win, I look at it from both parties. Because Jones did get that money up front. Those first two years are really strong. He got over $40 million a year. If it's a complete disaster, the Giants have an out after two years. So that's a concession that, that, that they got. And also, uh, over three years, the three-year average is really 37 and a half. So if you look at it from the Giants, they kept that under 40. So that's a win for them. So it seems like both sides gave up some on this deal because usually a quarterback deal of this ilk, that third year is guaranteed. So I think that's a really big concession they made. And the big concession the Giants made where they was that Daniel Jones got more money than they really wanted to give him, especially early on. So I think it's a win-win for both sides, to be honest with you. Now, you got two years. Okay, let's see if Daniel Jones can get to that next level. That's what the Giants are betting on. We get the right supporting cast around him. Now we can have a quarterback who we're paying, once these other big guys get signed, top 15 money, but playing consistently at a top 10 level. Yeah, the way I, I kind of I opened up the show and, and I, I pretty much broke this down and, and tell me if you agree or disagree. But, you know, the cap hit uh, will be $19 million this year. And really, I look at this deal with more of like a three year deal with $37.5 million because uh, that fourth year to mm -hmm. me, I, I call it a dummy year. Like, I don't think it'll go the fourth year. If it does, we'll be discussing some type of extension, some kind of redo so mm -hmm. and 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 there's it's it's not a huge hit here for the Giants if they want to get out after year two if they want to get out after year three it's 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 not really a big hit in regard to dead cap hit. Yeah, I mean that's so 
most deals are like that after two years, but that's usually not core big time quarterback. Quarterbacks you get paid, it's usually like okay, we're stuck for three years. After mm-hmm. that, we can get out. But uh, so this year, I think this deal because Daniel Jones is a guy who's only done it once in his career. The Giants have the ability to get out a little earlier. And like like you said, if it's a three year deal at thirty seven and a half million, and they get to that fourth year, that means things are going well. And Daniel Jones is going to get an extension at that point anyway. With that being said, now that Daniel is done, what does it mean for Saquon Barkley? As we know, he was tagged. Now the Giants have how much time to try to work out a deal with him? And how close do you believe they are at in regard to what Saquon and his camp wants uh, compared to what the Giants are willing to offer? Jordan? They've been talking pretty consistently over the last few weeks. I don't think they're that far off, to be quite honest with you. I know the Giants, during a bye week, had an offer out there. It was in the $12 million range with some incentives. That can get it up to 12 and a half, maybe even close to 13. I think they've gone up. I've heard that they, they've made some progress. They have gone up a little bit. So let's say it's around $13 million. So I don't think it's that far off. I think uh, structure and years could be uh, part of that right, right now. But I look, we have to be realistic if you're Saquon Barkley here. The Giants have the franchise tag, okay? If you want to play hardball now, if you're Saquon Barkley, the Giants are just going to be like, what? We just could, we have a tag for $10.1 million to play, right? You don't want to play football? You don't want to make $10 million? Sit out. So, like, his leverage is very little to me at this point. So, I think that deal that was on the table that's close to $13 million, looks a lot better than playing on a one-year $10 million deal. Because think about it, Anita. You're talking about a running back entering his sixth season with an injury history. The one-year franchise tag at $10.1 million is his nightmare, right? He does not want to play on that franchise. Again, what? You're entering your seventh NFL season as a running mm-hmm. back? You don't want that. You just and, and plus the possibility of getting injured. You, you need some kind of security. This is the only time. He's going to have a chance to get it, and now he really has no, very I should say, very little negotiating power with the Giants having the franchise tag hanging over his head. So, with that being said, let's just say hypothetically speaking, I, I think we're I think we're on the same page here. I think we we both agree that that a deal will, will be done. Then what what, yeah, what in, in, in the realm of yeah, I, I'm with you. I agree with you. Now, let's just say hypothetically speaking, that happens. So, in in uh-huh. in whatever you know in what you assume the amount will be, where does that leave the Giants now in regard to cap space and potentially them going out and being aggressive in free agency um, yeah. as well as maybe, I know there's some talk and speculation out there. Do they possibly trade for DeAndre Hopkins? I'm just curious what you hear on that front. Um, what, what do you feel the Giants do here in, in regard to getting Daniel Jones some more weapons? Yeah, uh, Look, reaching a long-term deal with Saquon Barkley actually helps them with the cap. It'll help them with the cap probably to get a little more money, right? But that actually would be a a fairly good thing in regards to getting more players. Um, They started with over $50 million. Daniel Jones' year one cap hit 18.5. Right now, Saquon's at 10. 
to that 28 and a half. So now you're out down to what, 22? They'll be able to create some more. So they'll probably get some more back in, in uh, with Barkley when they reach that long-term deal. So they have money to go make moves. Uh, and I expect the Giants to go make moves. I expect them to add a wide receiver in free agency or, like like you said, be a trade. I don't think it's going to be Hopkins, though. I heard some – you heard, you know, some rumblings about Hopkins at the Combine, and one of the teams attached to them was not the Giants. So I don't think that's the route that this team wants to go. I don't know where they go, to be honest with you. Uh, I think Darius Slayton has a good shot to be back with this team. Um He's been a consistent performer. I know, you know, he, he's not a number one, but he has been one of their best receivers, at least consistently over the last three years. So there's that. And then adding a wide receiver in the draft, I expect, and adding a veteran wide receiver in free agency. The problem is, can you get a number one receiver? Is that person even out there? I'm not, I'm not so sure it is at this point. We'll have to wait and see. I, I don't. I didn't hear them connected directly to that many, to any specific name from the combine, to be honest with you, which was kind of unusual. But the Giants were so uh, concentrated on getting Daniel Jones done that with that they they didn't really they had let's say five different plans that were contingent on how Daniel Jones played out that they couldn't fully I don't think fully concentrate. They were kind of just laying feelers out there and. They were going to see what happened with Jones and Barkley before figuring, okay, what level wide receiver can we get? What level middle linebacker can we get? Because I think they're, they're going to shop, I believe, at the top of the, the middle inside linebacker group. Uh, you know, it's Tremaine, Tremaine Edmonds is number one atop that group. He may be priced out of their range. Guy like TJ Edwards is a guy that I would watch out for. Jermaine Pratt, like where those prices come in. I think the Giants are going to add one of those guys. They need experienced inside linebacker in the worst of ways. Uh, again, Jordan Renan joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Um, and it, one last question in regards to wide receivers. Uh, um, Myers, wide receiver uh, out of New England, yeah. is, is that's, that's a name that I'm hearing a lot. Uh, any, mm-hmm. any, any, any idea that maybe they would uh, at least, uh, you know, tap on that door? And also, dare I say, Odell Buckham Jr., um, could do you see any possibility of him returning to New York? I think the Giants are going to look at all those options. I think they're all on board. Uh, Jacoby Meyer is most people believe the number one receiver on the free agent market, mm-hmm. which doesn't exactly inspire a ton of confidence. That's a pretty big projection there because he hasn't proven to be anywhere. Like he's a quality receiver. But I don't think you really want to pay him close to that, like, number one type number. And he's not going to come cheap on the free agent market. I mean, what, $15 million plus for Jacoby Meyer? So I don't think the Giants would probably get – I mean, I think they'll look into it. In the end, I'm not sure that's the way they're going to go. Here's, here about this, how about this, Anita. One other solution, let's say they can't find that high-end uh, wide receiver because it's just not out there this year. How about they add a tight end to something that, that I heard at the Combine? How about they add a receiving tight end to sort of supplement that receiving core on top of everything else? So give you're me, give me a name. Receiver, then you're adding to tight end as well. Um, how about a guy like Irv? I know that, just off the top of my head, Irv Smith 
like a young guy. Good, I lo- good listen. Tennis. I love Irv Smith. He if he could stay healthy, he could become he really yeah, top. Couldn't stay healthy. Didn't work out. But how about trying to supplement? Okay, we can't really get that that guy. We're going to do it kind of strength by numbers. Get a bunch of wide receivers and a guy like let's add Irv Smith to the mix as a tight end too, and try to use him as a weapon. I, I think that kind of stuff is completely on board for the Giants this offseason. Yeah, I'd get excited with Irv Smith. Like I said, I, I I like him. I think he has the potential to be a top seven, top five tight end if he could just stay healthy. Uh, last question yeah. be, before you actually two, two more two more really quick. The other one, by the way, Anita, that you look at and you say, well, it's a projection. We know Mike Kosicki could be a good receiver. They just didn't want to use him in Miami. Maybe if you put him in the right spot, we can get the most out of a guy like that as a as a strict, basically receiving type Evan Ingram tight end. Um, two two last questions before I let you go. Um, number one, Leo Williams. What happens there? Do, do they get a new deal done? From everything I hear, is that he really likes being here. Um, you know, does he give them somewhat of a hometown discount? Do, do they read that deal, resign him? What do they do? Yeah, I think Leonard Williams actually. They would like him to take a pay cut. I believe. Uh, I think that's probably right. the solution that they're looking at. I'm not so sure. Uh, I think. Anything is on board with him right now, including potentially cutting him and saying, all right, we get $12 million. We can get multiple players for $12 million as one of the options that's on the table. Now, they don't want to do that, but I think that that was definitely an option that was discussed at some point. So we'll see. I think it's completely up in the air with him. He might want to come back, but how much we'll have to see. And I think the Giants are going to explore that. Uh, last but not least, um, draft. Where, where do you where do you see the Giants going uh, with with their first round pick? I mean, wide receiver is the easy answer. I think sneaky candidate for them is cornerback. It's a pretty strict, uh, strong cornerback draft. And when you look at the Giants and you look at the, the the shape that they're in in that position, they have a Dory Jackson who's been injured a lot in his career, including last year. Uh, who is on the last year of his deal. And, you know, so the likelihood he's back next year, who knows, probably not that high. And then what did the Giants have for the future moving forward at that position? I think cornerback is easily a position you can go there. Uh, wide receiver, there's proven to be a lot of good wide receivers coming out of that second round of the draft. You know that, Anita. You can go over a really impressive list. I think that's uh, a certainly uh, route that the Giants could go and uh, – you hear it like wide receiver and cornerback, I think, are the two most likely at that spot, barring somebody falling that they think that they have at the top, near the top of their board. Jordan, thank you so much. Again, always appreciate your time, my friend. Thank you. You got it, Anita. Have a great show. Happy uh, Women's Day. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. I've been, I've been, so, you're so funny. Jordan Renan joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, I've been so busy today. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm hosting two shows. I'm, I'm here on New York till 10 o'clock and then I'm on in LA from 10 to one. So I've been preparing for two shows today that I have not, that I've neglected to post and shame on me. Right. Um, so <laughs> I'm so- I know, so bad, so bad. Uh, I, I need, I need to get on that at least before eleven, before before the day is over. Um, I, I, I need to rep 
the strong women, especially in this industry. Thank you, Jordan. Appreciate it. 800-919-3776. When we get back, we'll get your calls. Chris, I see you're on board. Richard in Manhattan. Um, not sure what you want to say. Just says, hi, Anita. So uh, make sure we'll get to you. Anita Marks with you in for Dan Grassa tonight here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. We just heard from Jordan Renan. Sounds like the, uh, the the Giants are in a really, really good situation. Let's get your calls. 800-919-3776. And again, Anita in for Dan Grasa tonight. Uh, so let's go to... Um um bum 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 let's let, let's go to richard richard's been holding on for a hot second richard welcome in hi anita did you see what joel Embiid has done in his last two games he shot nine for nine free throws and the game before 19 for 19 so here's a guy who was a terrible free throw shooter 28 free throws in a row i mean <laughs> that's amazing for a guy who had a bad reputation as a free-throw shooter. Anita, also, I was thinking, what do you think if the Nets, well, let's say to finish in the sixth seed and in a first-round matchup, won their first round, and then you look back last year with the two superstars on the team, they couldn't even win a game. What would you think of that? I mean, it could happen. Yeah, I mean, Richard, and and, uh, thanks for the phone call. I appreciate it. We're talking NFL. I appreciate it. We're talking NFL right now. I am going to get into a lot of NBA talk, especially with the Knicks and what's going on, the landscape. Andre Snellings, who uh, is one of my partners in crime uh, with uh, with ESPN and and handicapping and all that, him and I take a, a big picture. Listen, I, I think the Knicks are going to be something special in this postseason, and him and I have a really good discussion about it. Uh, so uh, so he's going to be joining. We're going to talk some NBA a little bit later. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Chris in Huntington. Chris, welcome in. Hey, Nina. How you doing? I'm great. Thank you. 
Yeah, so big Jets fan here. Uh, I'm calling in to, to kind of get your opinion on the whole Aaron Rod- all the Jets players tweeting at Aaron Rodgers. Uh, it, it seems a little bit, I don't know, a little bit strange. Even Robert Sala's brother tweeted at Aaron Rodgers. So it's, it's a little strange to me that I feel like, it, you know, is it coming from upper management? Is this just, you know, the guy's messing around a little bit, trying to get, a obviously, a star quarterback to come to New York? Uh, I kind of just wanted to hear your opinion on, on all the players uh, doing that. And shout out to my friend Peter, who's listening right now. Okay, I just uh, Chris. Here, here's here's what I don't. And, and thanks for the phone call. Um, this this is what happens, right? Like, regard like it's evident the Jets are not moving forward with Zach Wilson. He is on the shelf at least for a year, if not two. Right? Uh, that's so they're going to have to move forward with somebody. Um, Derek Carr agreed to the Saints, so that ship has sailed. So, um with Jets players tweeting out or going to social media. I mean, listen, this is, this is, this is a team without a rudder right now, right? Like if, if, if I'm a, if I'm a, if I'm a Jets player, especially an offensive player, I'm going to go to social media and I'm going to say, Hey, come play for us. We want you. We want you here. So I, I don't, I guess I'm not understanding your question. I don't think that's out of the norm, Chris. Let's go to Adam. In Long Island, Adam, welcome in. Hi, Anisa. Good evening. Um, Hi. So, you know, I want I want to take a step back here, and all the craziness about the New York fans are going through now about getting Aaron Rodgers. Everyone wants that quick fix. They want it to happen yesterday. And but who, who's on the other side of this? It's the Green Bay Packers. The Packers basically founded the NFL, right? They were like one of the first teams out there winning Super Bowls with Vince Lombardi and all those old old guys, right? They know how football is played, and do you think they're just going to give away a Super Bowl, an MVP to a team to, to let them win the Super Bowl or give them a good chance without charging them an arm and a leg? I think we have to be realistic. They're going to be asking the Jets for quite a lot, including a lot of draft picks. You know, it's interesting, Adam, um, I, I, and thanks for the phone call. I actually, uh, I had to talk about, I had to talk about the Jets on Daily Wager the other day. And so I reached out to Rich Samini, who, by the way, is going to be on my show on Saturday. Um, so I'm on Saturday from noon to 3.30. And I, and, and I picked his brain on it. And I was just like, Rich, talk to me. Like, now that Derek, well, my first question to him was, do you feel that Derek Carr took the Saints offer because the Jets are prioritizing Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr is like, well, if I'm not, if I'm not your priority, I don't want to wait around. And uh, Rich said, probably more than likely. Yeah. That's because, because the Jets are prioritizing. He also said that he doesn't believe that it's going to take a first round pick in order to, to get Aaron Rodgers. He also doesn't think that it's going to be a huge cap hit this year, and he does think that the, that the Packers will eat a lot of the money. So it's kind of interesting. I was a little bit surprised with my conversation with, with Rich Sini, but Rich doesn't think that the Jets are going to be taking over the coals to, to get Aaron Rodgers here. So maybe it's a situation where uh, the Green Bay Packers feel that they would be better without Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, in it on their team in their space in that quarterback room maybe they feel now is the time 
that they need to move forward with Jordan Love to find out what they have in Jordan Love um, before they have to make a decision on what to do next at the quarterback position. Uh, quick break. We come back. Jose, I see you. We'll grab you. Anita Markson for Dan Grasso tonight. We kick off hour two next here on 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 